And uh, they travel all around the world. Marcy has been ministering with Heidi Baker and Iris Ministries for the last 16 years, going all around the world. And Steve travels all around the nations as well. And we're so blessed to have you guys here and ministering with us today. I'm going to send you up these stairs over here so you don't have to, you know, scale the stage. And uh, if you go up the stairs and up there, you can come up to the stage. Wonderful. Well, let's just give them, as they're walking up, let's just give them a huge, warm welcome. Keep clapping and they'll appear. Keep clapping and they'll appear. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, thank you. We're just looking forward to everything you have for us today. Thank you so much. Wow. What an honor it is to be here. We're up in the heavenlies now. We get to rise up here where the worship team was. And, uh, man, we have had such a great time this week, and I'm really excited about what the Lord is releasing, uh, the word that he's given me for you guys this morning. Um, this is my wife, Marcy, and we've been married for almost 32 years, and uh, why don't you tell them about our family for a moment? Okay, we have uh, four kids, and uh, they're all adults. Three of them are married, so now we actually have seven kids. We have two granddaughters. Uh, we're just getting started in that. One, the older one is 18 months. The younger one is seven months. So we're having an awesome time being Gigi and Papa. So, uh, yeah, we, we have an amazing family, and we thank God for them. And we really are so privileged to be here. Um, I... Steve has the word, but I just felt so strongly as we were singing that Waymaker, like that God was saying, that's who you are. Like, because that's who he is, that's who you are. Lifehouse Church, you're making a way for God in this region. You, There are miracles that God has for you. You're living in his promises, and you really are light in the darkness. It's who you are. And what happened here this morning does not happen everywhere. It is so precious what happened this morning. And we've been talking about prophetic culture all weekend. And what happened here this morning is that. <laughs> that it wasn't just a good idea. It was actually God. All the way it flowed was the Spirit of God leading that. And it wasn't just words that were sung and notes that were played. The breath of God was on it. And that's why you experienced what you did this morning. And it's really a treasure what you have. It's a true treasure. So we're happy to be here. All right. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to you this morning from uh, the book of Acts, chapter 13. I want to make sure I'm in the right place here. You know, my media team, they always let me know that I've, I've gotten out of the light of the glory. And <laughs> I went in from light into darkness. And so I'm, I'm really thankful for our, for our media teams and, and just for all that God's doing. And we do have some words for, for, uh, for some of you here today, and, and we're going to do that uh, more towards the end, I think. But I just want to to talk and share some things from my heart from Acts chapter 13 and, and just wanted to say, uh, kind of echoing what Marcy was saying, that guys, what you have here doesn't happen everywhere. And there's something about a church like this that's really precious. And we don't, we don't go everywhere and, and, and say that everywhere. There's, there is something very precious here at Lifehouse. That's, and that's worth clapping about. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to, one, just to say that when a church in a region says, Jesus, we want your presence. We give you liberty to do whatever you want to do. Come and speak. Come and blow it up. We are after you, Jesus. We lay everything down for you. That is an amazing thing. And it's an awesome thing. 
And it's something that heaven gets very excited about. And I just feel like there's so much excitement in heaven because in this region, there are people who are saying that. And there's a people gathered that are just saying, God, we're here after your presence. Just come and do whatever you want to do. And, and, and that is such a precious and such a powerful thing because the whole purpose of church, it says in Ephesians 2.22, is that we would become a dwelling of God in the Spirit. That's why we're here, for more of the presence of God. And we've tasted and we've seen that He's good. And we're on this journey and we're going to grow. <laughs> and there's going to be more and more that God's going to do. More of His presence that He wants to pour out. God so loves this city. He loves this region that he, that he wants to so pour out more through us. And so this morning, I want to I just look in Acts chapter 13. And, and, and this is about the Antioch church. Um, I, I call this actually the Convergence Church of the New Testament. It's a church where so many different things came together. And there was something so unique about the church at Antioch. And so as you come into Acts chapter 13, verse 1, it says, There were at the church of Antioch, in the church, prophets, teachers, Barnabas and Simeon, Simeon who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And I love the way this begins. It begins it in the church. You know, and God loves the church. The church is not perfect, but the church is his bride. And he loves his church. And we need to be careful how we talk about his church. Because you're talking about the bride of Christ. And he loves his bride. And he, his bride is not perfect. His bride is not what she's going to be. But he loves his bride. And he is 1,000% confident of what he is going to do in his bride. And he uses his church to bring the kingdom on the earth. It says in Ephesians 3.10 that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. And so God is using us, the church, with all our weaknesses, all our blemishes, he's using us to make known the manifold wisdom of God on the earth. And to bring his kingdom, to bring his light and his life into the earth. So there were in the church. And so it says there were in the church prophets and teachers. And, and I love this because when you look at the different gifts, prophets and teachers are probably the ones that are the most different. <laughs> teachers have a, they have a, you lay it out like this, one, two, three. And we need all the gifts, by the way. They reveal Jesus. Teacher reveals Jesus, the teacher. And so teachers like it laid out. And a prophet, he wants to come and he just wants to blow it up. Yeah, let's just get out of the box. Let's jump over here. Let's do this. And I see this happening in heaven. And the teacher's over here going, one, two, three. <laughs> and the prophet's over here going, heavens and angels and visions and and there were in the church prophets and teachers. And I believe this is a house that's going to have prophets and it's going to have teachers. And they're going to walk together in unity, in the spirit, strengthen each other, helping refine each other, valuing each other's gifts, valuing how we're different. And you bring a revelation of Jesus that I need. And I have a revelation of Jesus that you need. And so there were prophets and teachers in the church. There was a convergence of giftings. And I believe this is a house that has that convergence. And you look at this, who was there? You see the different people. You see Barnabas. Barnabas was that amazing apostolic encourager. And I believe... They're Barnabases in this house. 
Simeon from Niger was probably from Africa, probably a man of black colored skin. And so he was there in this gathering also. And then there was, there was Lucius, who was a prophet and a teacher from Antioch. And he was there in this gathering. And there was a man named Menean, who was the, the foster brother of Herod Antipas, the ruler. And so you have all these, you have these cultures, this convergence of people from different places, all brought together. And I want to tell you, there's a convergence in this house that is beautiful. I've, Marcy and I, we've just, we have been in heaven being here. We feel like we got to go to every nation in one trip. You are a beautiful people. And what you have, all of you, and hearing your stories of how God has brought you together and the price that you paid to come here, it's amazing, it's beautiful, it's precious. And there is a convergence of cultures here. And the Antioch church had that convergence. They had a convergence of culture, a convergence of color. And it so revealed the beauty of Jesus in that. And I just want to say over you that you're a beautiful people. This is a beautiful house with a convergence of cultures that are here. So it goes on in verse 2. It says, while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart. For me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I've called them. So they were ministering to the Lord, which to me shows me that they were a presence people. That they were people that put ministry to the Lord as our greatest ministry. You know, we don't just come and like, worship so that we can get to the real, you know, like just have a sermon. No, ministry to the Lord is our highest calling. To worship him. And so this was a church that valued worship. They valued the presence. But I love this. They were ministering to the Lord and fasting. And so it shows me that they, they valued the presence of God. But they also had discipline. And so we're a presence people. But we also have disciplines that have been established in our lives. Because it's, it's both. And that's part of our worship. Is that we have these disciplines that God uses to strengthen us. And so there was a convergence of presence and discipline. And it goes on to say there, it says, As they were ministering to the Lord, the Holy Spirit said... Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul to the work which I have called them. And, and I believe here you can see a convergence of the apostolic and the prophetic. <laughs> I love this because you have the prophetic, the voice, the Holy Spirit said. And so the Holy Spirit, someone stood up and released the word of the Lord. And out of that, someone was sent. And that's apostolic. And in this church, you're going to have a very strong convergence of the apostolic and the prophetic. And they both work together to create foundation for things to happen, for a depth, for a level of sending and a release of the presence of God that would not happen without that foundation. And that foundation is here in this place, the convergence of the apostolic and the prophetic. And there's going to be here, you know, and already just, just talking to, to James and Lee, this is a sending house. And, and when you come here, when you come into this house, something's going to get on you. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna, to, you know, you're free to come in and obviously to, 
whatever you need to experience. Like I tell people when they come to our church, like if you come here and, and it, you need to take a year to get healed, we're here to walk with you. But also, when you come to our church, something's going to get on you, and you're going to know that you are a minister. And it's the same thing as here, that when you come into this house with apostolic and prophetic foundations, you're going to know that you're a minister and that you're sent. You're not just somebody who comes and takes up space in a chair. You've been anointed. You've been sent by the Lord, and it's going to get on you. And it's good to know that you're sent. You're not just a survivor, you're a sent one. And you have a harvest, and you're going to touch people that I never even get near. But Jesus, through you, is going to touch and change their lives. The lady over here in the white coat, would you wave your hand at me? Yeah, I just... Uh, I just feel like, God, you are such a sent one of the Lord. And I see your voice is very powerful. And I see when you speak that people get free, people get delivered by the word that comes from your mouth. That you are a woman of freedom. And I feel like just a, a word or two from your mouth and chains break off of people. And I feel like it would be hard to stay depressed around you. Because the word of the Lord through you is so powerful. And I bless that over your life. Let's just say we bless you. Bless you, yes. <laughs> so a convergence of the apostolic and the prophetic. And, and just recognizing too that as these things happen... And I, I want to say that I want to say this in the right way. But when the Lord speaks to us and we know it's the Lord, it's a it's a serious thing. <laughs> like, the, you know, there are people here that God's going to really use you to change lives. And that it wasn't just your idea to know Jesus that he chose you. And then he chose you for a purpose. And then he really is going to bring you into people's lives to bring a shift in their eternal destiny. And that it's real. And that what you carry is real. And the power and authority you've been given over the darkness is real. And the power you've been given to share the gospel is real. And that when people come here, God himself is going to speak and redirect their lives. And people are going to go where they never thought they would go because of the word of the Lord and the hand of God that has come on their lives here. I feel the fear of God over that. That's an awesome thing that God would do that. And so there was the convergence of the apostolic and the prophetic, and it's real. And God speaks to us. And God moves. And God changes cities. God changes nations. God changes families. He is a mighty God. And it says in Ephesians 10 that Jesus has come that he might fill all things. Can you say with me this morning? All things. Jesus has come that he might fill all things. And so I want to just, I want to close this morning just sharing a little bit more about the beauty of Jesus that's revealed through what we call the five, the five-fold ministry. Because in an apostolic house, all of the five-fold is present in that place and, and God is working and moving and there's input from all of those different areas. And it says in Ephesians 4.10 that Jesus came, that he's far above all the heavens so that he might fill all things. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers. And so the purpose of all of these is to reveal to us and to equip us 
to walk out as the fullness of Jesus. To see the wonder, the beauty, the majesty of him. You know, for all eternity, we're going to be enthralled with one thing. One person, and that is the person of Jesus. We're going to be captivated, overwhelmed, overcome by who he is. Everything is about him. He has come that he might fill all things. He's the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And everything is headed towards a throne. And there's a person on that throne, and that person is Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you this morning, your destiny is Jesus. Your destiny is Jesus. And your destiny is not just Jesus someday, a long time from now. Your destiny is Jesus right now. To know him more, to see him more, to fall more in and love with him. And there's a person on that throne, and that person is Jesus like Christ. Before. And I want to tell you this morning, your destiny. And so we see the beauty of Jesus the apostle. And as I said earlier, it's the apostolic, that, that it's that thing that gets on you that you've been sent. And, and the apostolic spirit bling, brings that plan and, and blueprint. It's Jesus sending out the 70, two by two. And they, and they go out and they do the very same things that he was doing. And it's that intentionality about empowering people to see them released in the fullness of what God has for them. And sending people with authority to change their family, their city, and their nation. Jesus, the apostle. And, and the apostolic, when you're in a church that has the apostolic present, the gifts in the culture are activated. And, and many of you, you've come here... And you're going to find that things that may have been dormant in you for a long time are going to start to well up. Gifts, strengths are, are going to begin to come forth in this atmosphere because it's an apostolic atmosphere. Your gifts are going to be activated at a higher level. You're going to know that you're sent. There's going to be a divine alignment in the whole culture. And there's going to be a blueprint where this thing is going. Jesus, the apostle. But we also see Jesus, the prophet. And the words of the prophet come and they bring this newness. They launch us into the new thing of God. They break through the old. The prophetic smashes the mediocre. <laughs> and it brings fresh vision and hope and life. It opens up a way to go forward. Jesus, the prophet. And when you're in a house that carries the prophetic, you're activated to hear. Every person knows they can hear God. And after a while, you find that you don't only hear God, but actually you can get a word for someone else. And you find yourself actually prophesying and releasing the word of the Lord. And people who've never dreamed before begin to dream. People who've never had visions before begin to get visions. Because Jesus, the prophet, brings us into that place of greater intimacy where we know that we can hear and we can see. Jesus, the beauty of Jesus, the prophet. And then we find the beauty of Jesus, the evangelist. And how he leaves the security of the 99 to go and find the one that was lost. The one who has eyes and the heart to go after the one. That feels the urgency to go after the one. That truly eternity is in the balance. And that people are passing through the valley of decision. Jesus the evangelist. The beauty of Jesus the evangelist who can engage someone with the power of the gospel and give them opportunity to receive and know Jesus Christ himself. And when you come into an atmosphere where Jesus the evangelist, where that is present, you are activated to share the gospel. You might come in and think, well, I can't really do that. I'm not really good at that. But when you get under that, anointing of evangelist 
All of a sudden you say, well, I think I can connect with my neighbor. I think I can share the gospel. I think I can say Jesus loves you. I think that can come out of my mouth. I believe I can do this. And we're going to find ourselves stepping into that place more and more. Would that be okay? Are you out there? Okay. Am I staying under my light? Am I in the darkness? Okay. If I get in the darkness, tell me, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> the beauty of Jesus the shepherd, Jesus the pastor, who goes after the one that's hurting, that sense of love, healing, and safety that comes from Jesus the shepherd. In an atmosphere where there's pastoral, you're activated to have good and healthy relationships. There's a safe atmosphere to live in authenticity, to be healed and restored. And I just want to say that I love the authenticity that's here. I love it when we can just come and be real and be who we are. That we don't have to put on a mask. But we can come right where we are and be open and honest. And I love that about this house. And then we have the beauty of Jesus, the teacher, standing on the mount, speaking the Beatitudes. People are not just receiving nice words and theories, but they're being empowered to live in victory in the kingdom. The beauty of Jesus, the teacher, that they're not just releasing words, but teaching is one having authority, demonstrating the kingdom of God through signs and wonders and miracles. The word of God with power breaking through dead religion. The incredible freedom that comes as we know and walk and live in the truth. And so when we come under that anointing of the teacher, we're challenged to live and stay in the truth and to be doers of the word. And it stirs up a hunger in all of us for the word of God. And you, you get the word yourself and you know that the truth will set you free. And I believe that all of these things are going to be present and are present in this house and are going to increase in this house. You know, sometimes I like to think of this like we're on a ship. And if we were on a pastoral ship, the goal of the ship would be more like, like a hospital. And we're like, we're going to get healed. And, that, and, and that's good. But it, it's not the only thing. If you're on an evangelist ship... What you're specializing in is you're throwing out the life rings. <laughs> and that's the focus of an evangelist ship, to get those who are stuck out in the water. On a teacher ship, you learn to study the manual to become the best possible sailors that you can be. And that's good. On a prophet ship, you know everything about the weather and the atmosphere, and the heavenly conditions. And it is all of these, but when you come onto an apostolic ship, all of these things happen. They all happen. And then you learn that really what you've learned on the ship, you didn't learn just so that you could do it with the people on the ship, but that you actually get to get off the ship and that everything you learned on the ship was so that you can change cultures as you step off of the ship. And this house is here to shift the culture in this region. The apostolic brings the reality that we get to learn these things on the ship. But the whole purpose is so that we can land and take the city together. There are cities and nations to conquer. There are lost to reach off the ship. There are wounded to be healed. There are those who don't know the truth. There are those who don't know the hear, how to hear God. And what we've learned all of these years on the ship was equipping us to land the boat and change entire cultures. Jesus ascended and descended so that he might fill all things. And so this morning, I want us to stand and I want to just pray. I want to pray a few things over us. And then I want Marcy to come up here also. And uh, we want to just pray and 
minister over, over a few of you here in this place. But we want to bless what you carry and what, what this house carries in this region. And so, Father, I just I want to thank you so much for Lifehouse. Father, for what, what this church carries and what you bring. And I bless, Father, this season that Lifehouse is entering into. I bless where God is taking you in this season. And as I was praying for this church, I just saw you guys coming into a season of extreme radical empowerment. And I saw as the church began that it began more like, like a boat, almost like a lifeboat. <laughs> but I saw the boat that you guys were obedient, that you knew it wasn't just a lifeboat, but it really was a life house. And I saw you be obedient to the Lord and the boat was converted and, and roots went down and the boat became a house. And I saw the house become not only a saving house, but a sending house. And I saw that this is a house that has put down roots and I saw it surrounded by worshipers. And we just bless what you carry as a worshiping house. And I, God wants you to know that he loves the sound of this house. He loves the harmony of the different voices that come from this house. And what's released as you worship together. And James and Lee, I just saw you guys running like in a long distance race. And I saw this fresh momentum coming upon you. There's a fresh momentum I feel for both of you for this season. And I saw you guys, I saw you with this new clarity. It was like the Lord had washed you. Like it was like you were wearing these different clothes. I saw you in this clear black and white. And I heard, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. And I declare over you guys that there is this place of new clarity that you're going to stop and look and behold the beauty. And I feel like the Lord is bringing you into a place of beginning to dream of what could happen over the next 10 years. And I saw this clarity for people's assignments. And people in this house with their callings and their assignments, they're going to be just like snapping into place, snapping into place. There's going to be an alignment and radical empowerment. And I felt like the Lord was going to show you how to empower people in this house at a very high level. And James, I saw you with this pastoring framework and I saw you watering and it was growing. And so many things were happening. And like so many of the pastoral things in this house could just even happen without you having to be a part because there's just such a, there, there was a framework of pastoral that was established. And I felt like it was even something that was going to be a gift to the region. That God is giving you models and frameworks for church, James, that are even beyond what he's doing here. And I saw you just like throwing in just water. It was like anointing oil over what God was doing here. And I saw your hands just uh, like this with this whole, some of these structures that God has given you that, that people are going to be able to take it. And, and, and it's going to set other churches free also so that they can fly and go. And, and I saw expansion. And there's so much that you guys carry even for other churches in this region. And James, I saw you like it was like you were conducting an orchestra and you would raise up your hand and an element that was needed in the church in that season would rise up. It was like you would raise your hand to the left and the evangelist anointing would increase in the church. 
and you would bring in what was needed for that to increase and you would raise your hand and the teaching would rise to a new level and I just saw you like this conductor calling out the different fivefold giftings as they were needed in the house and I saw it all becoming this beautiful strong oak of righteousness with such deep roots and Lee, as I, I prayed for you, I, I, I just saw in what we've witnessed even the, the powerful prophetic anointing that you carry. And the prophetic and the pastoral and the way that you love so well has been so obvious this week. And the Lord loves the way that you value people, Lee. Even when they don't do things that are honorable, you treat them as valuable. And I saw you, Lee, I saw you valuing people until they become valiant. And I felt that your voice has such a strong capacity to put courage into people. And I saw you awakening voices that they might be heard. The voice of the children, the voice of the young people. I saw you awakening voices. But I also saw the Lord awakening dreams in you in a fresh way dreams that you have had to lay down for seasons i saw you now seeing opportunity and i was sensing that god was on this and and you were going to even sense like well what if we gathered these people what if we did this what if we went here and i saw you outside of the walls i saw you worshiping and pouring out love and i saw you drawing these circles and they weren't hindering circles but they were circles of opportunity that the spirit of God is going to be quickening to you and I saw this was like on these circles it was like they were exceeding abundantly and I felt like the Lord said Lee permission granted to color outside of the lines <laughs> and I saw you bringing color to so many things and James, I saw your eyes and I had this strategic sense that you have this real capacity to get people in the right place. That you have a grace for the place, a grace to get people to the right place, a grace to send and release, and a grace to connect, and a grace to be a friend. And I saw your teachings, the powerful teachings that you release, and I saw even a new authority coming on them. And it was like the Lord was shaking your teachings, and he was regrouping them. And there was this new sharpness that was going to come, that was going to pierce hearts in an even deeper way. And I heard new demonstration with the communication new demonstration with the communication and I saw these divine interruptions as you minister and I saw this confidence come on you that you were even just going to pause at times even as you were speaking and God was going to move and I saw this new sense of adventure of what could happen and I saw you leading this church down these paths where few churches have gone, but you were going confidently to be all that God has for you. And I saw this apostolic grace on you for Isaiah 54, 2, for expansion, depth, and growth. And I saw you bring the church into this beautiful place of waterfalls and beautiful vision. But people weren't just gazing, they were doing and they were serving and they were building. And I feel like God is breathing and releasing fresh blueprints for this season over you. And we bless what you carry. We bless what Lifehouse carries. We bless the way that you're going to connect the dots in this region. And I saw this church connecting dots that need to be connected. And that the lines that were created were not circles of exclusion but inclusion and James I saw you juggling things and how you in such a, gr a graceful way take care of so many things and I saw though that you're going to know in this season as you juggle that certain things that have been moving in a circle it's like they're going to start going a bit out 
<laughs> and kind of uneven as you juggle them. And I feel like as that happens, that you're going to know that it's time for a shift and that that may be one of the things that you're to release to someone else and, and to, to empower them. And I feel like you're going to have this awareness of the components necessary for the new season where the church is going. I feel like it's kind of like a recipe. The ingredients, I believe most of the ingredients are here, but there's going to be a different mixture for where the church is going for this season of the components. And I heard Ephesians 4:16, the whole body being fitted together and held together by what every joint supplies according to the proper working of each individual part it causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. And we just declare over to you that the lines have fallen to you in pleasant places, that your, inherit your inheritance is beautiful to you. So, Father, we thank you for that. James, I saw you like in this season with this contagious joy. And I feel like that's one of the keys for, for what you're about to step into is that there's going to be a place of increased joy that you're going to take hold of. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for what you're releasing over this house, over this nation. Father, we thank you for the connections. I saw them like magnets just connecting in this region for the harvest. And we declare the connections pop together. And we declare, I saw also a new wave of evangelists being raised up across this nation. The simple gospel will go forth in Canada with power and authority. The simple gospel will set the captive free. The simple gospel in you and me. And evangelists, young and old, surrounded by teams, not alone. They were leading and inspiring, but they weren't alone. And we declare that contagious evangelists are rising up. And that you are raising the capacity of the church to connect with the, the harvest and to reap a harvest. And we thank you for the beautiful revelation of Jesus that this nation carries and this house carries. And I saw you guys as a house like a bottle of wine that has been aging and growing more precious. And I felt like over this past season, the Lord says, it has not been stagmentation, it's been fermentation. <laughs> and I felt like this weekend was a change point. And I saw the bottle of wine shattered and the wine pouring out. And I saw boats floating out on the wine and being carried into the region. And I saw them carrying the fragrance of the wine. And I heard fragrance first. Fragrance of Christ manifest in the love and the kindness of the church is going to melt the resistance. Fragrance melting resistance. And I saw this church enjoying the Lord, that this was a key part of that fragrance, that the pressure, no shame of I don't do enough, but such a joy in knowing God is pleased with you and that you are his sons and his daughters that he smiles over. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And I saw that the more you enjoyed the wine, the more attractive you became to the lost <laughs> and to the harvest. I actually even saw people water skiing on the wine. <laughs> Maybe I was drinking a little too much of it in my vision. <laughs> okay, so yes and amen, right? <laughs> this this is all you're all part of this. And so as we wrap up this morning, um, this is just what I saw um, because I, I, I agree with everything that Steve just said. And I want to say again, what happened this morning, it doesn't happen everywhere. And God has brought you together for such a time as this. And so as we wrap up, I just saw um, James and Lee and the, the leaders, the other elders, if you Y'all could just come right here in the middle. 
that would be awesome. Um, and then uh, I just saw, where's Josh? Oh, can you, can you come down? Let it loop around or whatever you call that. Um, <laughs> so then I just saw as many of you as possible, if, um, if y'all can just kind of squish together, as many of y'all as possible, just come and gather around them. Because I feel like, like actually what's happening today is a shift for you as a church. And I, we have heard story after story since we've been here. Crazy stories of how God literally brought people here from all over the world, from all over Canada, from all over the GTA area. God has brought you together for such a time as this. And I want to really say to you, you have what people need. The presence of God is actually what every heart is longing for. It doesn't matter what the political climate is. It doesn't matter what the prevalent worldview is. It doesn't change Jesus. What people think about him, what people say about him, and what people believe about him doesn't change him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And you are being built into a dwelling place of the Lord. And people are going to come from near and from far to encounter the living God in this place. To discover the reality of Jesus in this place. And then you're going to go out from here and you're taking that reality into every part of your life. And it's just gonna just come off of you like waterfall, just coming off of you to the people around you. And this is going to be a place that is known for the presence of God, that is known for worship that releases the sound of heaven. And we we wanted to, Josh because I, I just cry every time I get near Josh. He is a carrier of the presence of God. He's not just playing an instrument. He's not just singing words. He's releasing the presence of God. And I just heard like that there is an altar being built. And I know that sounds like old fashioned language, but that's what I heard. There is an altar being built in this place that is a place of worship because Jesus is worthy. And people are going to encounter Jesus in worship in this place, just like you did this morning. The way all of that flowed, that was a prophetic culture. That was the Spirit of God leading through the musicians, through the singers, through James, through I don't know your name, but you prayed. <laughs> um, that was the Spirit of God leading. And I heard Josh, for you, write the songs and release the sound. Write the songs and release the sound. It's the sound of heaven. It is the sound of heaven. And God's deepest longing is that people know that he's not ethereal. He's not far away. He's actually up close and personal. And Josh, when you write the songs, when you release the sounds, when you play the instrument, you are releasing the reality of Jesus up close and personal. And people are going to encounter God. People are going to say in this region, you should go to Lifehouse. You'll encounter God. They actually encounter God there. He's really real there. You should go. Yes. Yeah, Josh, just quickly, I know we need to end. I, I, you just are so contagious with the presence of the Lord. And, and I feel like you're becoming even more contagious. And, and I saw you like these highways and, and structures that the Lord's going to give to you to train others in what you carry. Like the Lord's going to show you how to communicate it to other people. And uh, because what you have is, is deep to deep. 
and you've had to go deep. You've had to go to the foundations. And, uh, and that's evident being around you, that you've gone to scary deep places with the presence of God. <laughs> and you've left everything to go after that precious pearl. And God has given you treasure. And I feel like he's going to give you treasure maps to help other worship leaders know how to go after the treasure. And uh, one of the things I saw about you, Josh, is you're highly skilled, but you never let your anointing drop below your to where your skill is. You always stay in the place of higher anointing. You keep the intimacy and anointing higher than the skill. And again, the skill's high. I'm not, you're very extremely skilled. And I feel like that's something you're gonna teach to other worship leaders. We, so, uh, and, and then uh, just really fast, where was the, the woman who, who sang right here? Are you in here, Randy? Are you in here, Randy? So Randy, I just, I just saw, you know, you're tall. That's, a, that's my prophetic word. <laughs> it's getting close to time to end. This is when we stop. But you've chosen to go low, Randy. And, and even this morning, I saw you break the jar of perfume. And it was so beautiful. And I just feel like the Lord wanted to say this past year, that you allowed the Lord to bring a deeper crushing in your life to bring you deeper. And you're coming into a time now of reaping the precious oil from the crushing that you allowed the Lord to do. And we just bless you. So Father, thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for this house. Thank you for the dreams and the things that are ahead in your heart, Lord. Thank you for the honor of being a part of this today. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yeah, and I just feel there's something happening today that you're all in. You're all, all in. <laughs> and and I just see the, the breath of God behind you like a wind really propelling you in to this next season. So I just bless that. I bless you in Jesus' name. Well, Steve and Marcy, thank you so much for this morning. Uh, yeah. That, that, that word, we're all in. You know, I, historically I'd get embarrassed about being prophesied over like that and going, oh, so many other people need a word. But the, the, the reality of this house, the reality of you called here, you are called to change the world. The words spoken over this church, you need to accept over your life and we need to be, allow God to make the radical transformations over each and every one of us so that we will live in everything that God has. Because he's got so much for each and every one of you in this house. Amen. Guys, again, Steve and Marcia, let's just give them uh, thanks. Guys, uh, rush to pick up your children if you have children. The ministry team is over. There's people from the ministry team over at the side if you need prayer for anything along those lines. And uh, we've got coffee, cookies, snacks at the back. Have an amazing week.